Okay, so here we go. This is Red's Line, basically March 23rd, 2019. A lot's going on in Red's Land. Let me see here. The Reds selected Connor Joe, a former first-round draft pick in the Rule 5 draft. Uh, the guys played more games in spring than any other player, 21. Had a 353 uh, on-base percentage. Maybe it was 356, I can't remember. The guy is basically Max Muncie. Except he can play first base, third base, right field, left field, and catch. The thing about it is, is that I cannot handle the Reds' roster management. This situation has been going on for years. And you can tell where Walt Jockety's fingerprints are on his protege, Dick Williams, because... Simply, you know, this whole idea that Jose Iglesias needs to be on the roster just because he's a true shortstop is so antiquated of an idea. First off, everybody knows I'm not Jose Peraza's fan at shortstop. I think he should be the center fielder. Okay, so let's say you're the Reds front office and you're shoving Jose Peraza who's a round player in the square peg shortstop hole, right? He played 156 games last year. Now, you tell me, fans listening to this podcast, not fans of the podcast, but fans of Reds, Cincinnati Reds fans, what do you need a true shortstop taking up the 25th hole on the 25-man roster, basically, and you're going to pay him $2.5 million. Here's the deal. Jose Iglesias is a great shortstop defensively. I'm not saying he's not. That's not even a problem. But when you're sticking Jose Peraza out there at shortstop, what's the difference? 156 games last year. So you're going to count on him to play 150, 155 games, whatever, they have the personnel to make this work. Literally, innuendo, or however you say his name, I'm sorry, Suarez, he came up as a shortstop. He even played a couple games at shortstop or some innings last year. So let's say Jose Peraza only plays 152 games. You have Nick Senzel, Suarez and Alex Blandino and Blake Trahan or Trahan can all play shortstop. So if somebody gets injured, you know, let's say whatever, Peraza or whatever, you got plenty of people to play shortstop. It's not like you had to give Jose Iglesias a roster spot and they're paying him $2.5 million. It's insane. Now, Everybody in Reds Nation is probably going to go, oh, it's only $2.5 million. This is the Cincinnati Reds budget. Okay, I'd rather have them stuck that $2.5 million with some other .5 millions and some other .5 millions and some other 250,000s and some other millions and bring in a, you know, another reliever to 
basically stabilize the bullpen. So basically, this is what I where I like karma in life, and baseball has lots of karma in it. So yesterday, they trade Connor Joe to the Giants for cash considerations. Probably, probably what they paid to draft Connor Joe, which was uh, twenty five thousand or fifty thousand, whatever it is, and they got uh, Jordan Johnson or Jason Johnson, a pitcher who was taken, <clears throat> I think, in the twenty third round in two thousand and fourteen. I'm not saying that Johnson is not going to ever make the majors. The guy's change is pretty darn good. But Connor Joe had a 363 on base percentage in the minors for his career. Former first-round draft pick, like I said, can play five positions. This is the kind of guy you want on your bench. Another thing, he knows how to get on base. I just spoke of his minor league career, 363 on base percentage. Last year in AAA, had a 4.08. Or point four oh eight on base percentage. The guy's coming into his own. Now, I know he's 26. That's not the point. That's why I compared him to Max Muncy. The guy had 17 home runs last year in AAA. He was only going to be a bench player. I get it. But the, here's the thing. Jose Iglesias is not a prof, does not profile as a great bench player. This is where the Reds, Walt Jockey, Dick Williams situation rears its ugly, nasty head because we've been down this road before with the Raymond Santiago's, the Skip Schumacher's, the Jack Hanahan's, or whatever, how you ever say his name of the world. They always bring in these veteran bench players. Phil Goslin, remember that waste of money? Cliff Pennington. It's almost like they think, gee whiz, let's find... Over 30 player or your old players, and let's put them on the bench and see if they can contribute. Well, here's a news flash for you, uh, everybody. Jose Iglesias is not going to come off the bench in the seventh, eighth inning and be this on base percentage guru guy and get the game winning hits. You know, I'm not saying he's not going to get on base every now and then. I'm not going to say he's not going to have a game winning hit. But what I'm saying is, Connor Joe would put the ball in play, get hit by pitches, walk, whatever. He was going to get a, get on base. The guy is just has a knack for it. And Jose Iglesias has been a starter. He's not like made and doesn't have the profile to be a bench effective player. And what I mean by that is you want somebody coming off the bench, why in the National League, to pinch it for pitchers to hit? Well, Iglesias is a weak-hitting player. Now, he did have 31 doubles last year. I'm not going to say he doesn't have some gap power. But he doesn't hit the ball very hard. Connor Joe has a great understanding of the strike zone. Connor Joe knows how to use the entire plate to his advantage. Connor Joe knows how to hit the ball the other way. Excuse me. That's the point. So everybody that thinks they're smarter than me in this group and whoever listens to this podcast, 
sits there and says, well, Connor Joe was the four-string catcher. Connor Joe was 26. Connor Joe this. Connor Joe that. We didn't need him. We didn't need him. By the way, you're not on the team. You don't even run the team. So do you have a mouse in your pocket? Or are you? do you work for the Reds? So quit saying we didn't need him. Now, back to the story here. So let's go back to karma. The day before, they ship off Connor Joe. Then today, Scooter Jeanette has an injury. This is called karma, people. Now, I have talked to many people in baseball. I've talked to people. Um, I shouldn't even go and say any more than that. And I literally said, you cannot make these decisions like this because literally you don't even have to have your fifth starter for about four or five days into the season. Also, what about injuries? You don't know what's going to happen. And that's the beautiful thing about this trade that happened with Connor Joe is that if Scooter Jeanette would have got hurt three days ago, you think they're trading Connor Joe? <coughs> Excuse me, I'm sorry. Also, forget Iglesias. Let's say you're in the Jose Iglesias, we got to have a true shortstop on the roster because we're a 1977 uh, baseball fans. Um, here you go. I got an idea for you. Uh, you got Jesse Winker, Yasiel Puig, Matt Kemp, Scott Shebler, Phil Irvin. How about trade one of those guys? Obviously, they're not going to trade Yasiel Puig. Obviously, Phil Irvin is cheap under contract. Has options. No reason to trade him. You know Jesse Winker can rake. You know Jesse Winker can get on base. Okay, so who do you have left? <coughs> not to mention, your own front office is sticking a uh, gifted third baseman who could probably play shortstop in center field to make matters worse in the entire spring. Okay, so let's continue on those th thoughts. Let's say you're a Jose Iglesias fan and you have a Jose Iglesias uh, Detroit Tigers jersey and now you got your Jose Iglesias Cincinnati Reds jersey. I'm fine with that. That's great. Okay, so there's this thing called a depth chart. It's this really crazy idea. It's, has a, it's basically a picture of a field. You got these positions out there. And then you have your depth of who plays which position, you know, basically first stringer, second stringer, whatever. They don't really call them stringers, but you get my point here. I'm just trying to uh, get a picture in your head. Okay, so you have Jesse Winker, Yasuel Pig, Scott Shebler, Phil Irvin, and Matt Kemp. You know you're keeping Puig because you might sign him to an extension. I think that's a great idea, by the way. This is the most exciting thing since Dave Parker, to be quite honest with you. Well, Ken Griffey Jr., but uh, anyway, back to the drawing board on this thing. Okay, I love Jose Iglesias. I don't know what I'm talking about as far as bench players. I'm going to live in uh, the Phil Goslings and... Cliff Pennington's of the world. The horrible mismanagement of these assets. They needed to trade 
Matt Kemp, or Scott Shebler. <coughs> I apologize for that cough. Excuse me. Now, okay, let's say you can't trade Matt Kemp because there is a contract involved, and that's a very large contract. Okay, I'm great with that. Scott Shebler, who's had a good spring, I'm not going to lie, trade him. At some point, you have to make decisions on what way you're going. Last year, the only person they committed to was Billy Hamilton in center field. And they rotated all these outfielders. In fact, it got so bad that when they traded Adam Duvall to make outfielder room for guys like Phil Herman, they brought back Kyle Tucker and started him for no reason. Uh, you know, a dozen games or whatever. <coughs> totally defeating the purpose to trade Adam Duvall. The mismanagement of this roster has been going on since 2009. And that's undisputable. So basically, let's go back to the homers that like Jose Iglesias. There is no reason to have all those outfielders. Absolutely none. And this will bring me to my next point about the injury and trading outfielders and all this other stuff. Jose Iglesias was on a minor league deal. I don't know if he has an opt-out clause, but that's regardless. He's already signed to a minor league deal. If he had an opt-out clause in the in for the spring training, this is just me not knowing about that detail. But he could have been sent down to the minors and they could have kept Connor Joe, kept all 17 of their outfielders and been fine. But they didn't. What they did was the path of least resistance. They couldn't get any heavy lifting done with Matt Kemp or Scott Shebler. One of those guys had to go, and you kept Connor Joe, which makes literally no sense. Like, if your whole goal in life is to play Jose Peraza at shortstop and a, you know, elite-level class third baseman in center field, and then you still have five other outfielders, you don't know how to run your roster. But back to Iglesias. Iglesias could have been in the minors. Uh-oh. Scooter Jeanette hurt his uh, leg or groin. He's going to be on the 15-day disabled list. Guess what, people? We've lived through Joey Votto, Brandon Phillips, uh, Jay Bruce all getting hurt. You never know what's going to happen. So they could have ran this team a little bit differently and had Connor Joe on the opening day roster, Iglesias in the minors, or Iglesias on the bench, spending that $2.5 million on him if they just would have moved an outfielder. And that's all it took to fix this entire situation was a little bit more patience or actually roster management. Here's the thing. Cleveland Indians needed a left-handed outfielder. They ended up signing Carlos Gonzalez to a minor league deal. The uh, Miami Marlins needed a left-handed outfielder, power hitter. You know, San Francisco Giants. Well, wow, that's crazy. They needed a corner outfielder. 
it's just funny that the Reds couldn't make any deal with Scott Shebler to move him and declutter the outfield. That's the major point to this whole situation that no one else is getting. You guys are funny because you guys think Scott Shebler hit well in the in the spring training. That's great. That's awesome. You know, it's spring training. So it's kind of irrelevant. Uh, especially when you have Jesse Winker, Yeswell Puig, Matt Kemp on your roster. You know, you have to pick somehow, some way. And like I said, plenty of teams were needing a corner outfielder and they could have traded uh, Scott Shebler. Pretty pretty simple. You know, I pitched uh, Griffin Conine and Sean Reed Foley for Scott Shebler. Would have been a good trade. I thought maybe sending him to the San Francisco Giants and maybe getting back, you know, even even that Johnson, you know, the, with the changeup, or maybe they could have got back, you know, somebody else from the Giants. I'm not even looking at any of the top prospects uh, listings right now, but you kind of get my point is that, you know, they could have made a trade with the Marlins. Maybe, wow, maybe got a better, maybe got one of their relievers. You know, it, it's just, there's all kinds of ways t- to have made Connor Joe stay on the team. And here's the most, here's the real rub. You remember that catcher that they drafted in the Rule 5 draft? I can't remember his last name, but it was, his first name was Stewart. They let that guy hit below 200 for the entire season in 2017. Take up a whole roster spot to be the third catcher. But yet they can't keep Connor Joe. It's, it is craziness how this team is ran or run. Don't want to get the... Uh, you know, the people that will, the grammar police after me, God forbid that my entire point is nullified because I, you know, spelled your wrong or said the team is ran when the team is run wrong. Anyway, that's uh, what I got to say about that situation. This has been Red's Line.